Welcome to the Taxol Podcast, where Taxol investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon, a Taxol veteran, expert, and trainer, author of the Taxol Playbook, and founder of the Taxol Academy. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, head on over to TaxolAcademy.com. That's TaxolAcademy.com. Today's podcast is designed to save you money. We all enjoy saving money, right? Specifically, we're going to be talking about five different problems, five different mistakes that I want you to avoid. These are issues that I see over and over and over again. And these same issues cost investors a lot of money and a lot of time. And they are completely avoidable. There's absolutely no reason to put yourself in front of these mistakes and these issues that I've seen that so many investors have. All right, I'll remind you at the conclusion of this podcast, but the common denominator with every single tax sell mistake comes down to education, not knowing what you're doing. That's it. That is really what it boils down to, all right? And you'll kind of discover this as we go through these five common mistakes. So let's go ahead and just start discussing them. The first one is overspending. Simply put, they pay too much for the piece of real estate. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they pay more than market value. It just means that by the time they calculate their purchase price, plus all the other expenses involved in that property, there just isn't any margin there anymore for them to make any money. Now, these expenses could also include things like suit to quiet title, remodeling costs, carrying costs, insurance, a bunch of unexpected stuff, that kind of stuff. It's, it really can mean that they've just bought on too low margin in the first place after they figured out all the costs and stuff. It could also mean that they got caught up in the bidding activity and they didn't stick to their numbers. I remember back in 2008 or 2009, I was sitting in Gulfport, Mississippi at a tax lien auction. A friend of mine with virtually zero tax lien investing experience just randomly showed up and he started bidding on some properties. He got a few decent deals, I think just luck of the draw type stuff, but one he grossly overpaid on. He paid so much money for this lien. I was like, wow, what are you doing? So I said, after the auctions, I walked up to him. I said, why in the world did you pay so much for that lien? His reply was something that I'll never forget. And I quote, I didn't want the other bidder to get it. That was his, his reason for buying that lien. It's the most silly reason I've ever heard in my life. I laughed to myself and I told him, that is not investing. You know, this is not a football game or some other competitive sport where you try to get who, you know, see who has the most points or can spend the most money. It's, that's not investing. Investing is buying something at one price and be able to make some money off of it, right? So overspending is a very, very common mistake. The second issue that I come across are tax sale investors who buy because of price. These buyers purchase something, well, because it's cheap, simply put. If a property sells for $100, they don't care what the property is. They don't care what's wrong with the property or why the property is even selling so cheaply. All they care about is that price tag. And this is a huge pitfall of tax sell investing. By the very definition, the properties are here for a reason. The properties did not have the taxes paid on them. And I've seen more than my fair share of investors absolutely waste their money buying nothing more than a worthless property that comes with a tax bill. And a lot of these are even frequent flyers. A frequent flyer is a piece of property that is a never-ending cycle of tax foreclosure and tax sales. It'll, somebody will purchase at a tax foreclosure auction, then they'll realize that the property is worthless, it'll go back through the tax foreclosure, they'll offer it again at another tax foreclosure sale, and it just repeats the cycle over and over and over again. And I started to recognize a lot of these properties 
And the deal is when I see people buy them, I just shake my head like, why are you buying that property? I know it's cheap, but don't buy it because of price. Please never ever buy it because of the price. I saw a video on YouTube a while back it's actually suggesting that you pick up every property you can that's cheap, which is the worst possible advice that I've probably ever heard. Along with properties come responsibilities, tax bills, maintenance requirements, that kind of stuff. Now, this stuff can easily be mitigated if there's value in that property, if you're going to make some money on that property. But for a worthless piece of property, you're wasting a lot of time and a lot of money, and you're really going to put your neck out there. You're, you're putting your neck on the line because you want to buy a cheap property. Why? What's the point of this? There is no point. Don't do it. The third mistake that I often see are people who buy junk properties. Research takes effort and it takes time. It requires you to put forth the effort into figuring out exactly what you're purchasing so you know as much as you can about it. It sounds cool to be able to buy a one acre parcel for $500, right? One acre, $500. Yeah, sign me up, right? Well, what if that one acre is 43,560 feet by one foot. That accounts for one acre. That's a very, very long one acre piece of property. That's only one foot wide, that's completely useless. But from time to time, you know, it could have been like a gas company that used to own it, and they were gonna put a gas line on that one foot section so they bought that land, or they had it granted to them by the city or whatever, and they didn't pay the taxes. So stuff like this does pop up, it's, and it's crazy for me, you know, people, Look at one thing on the property pressures report or the assessor's report. And they say, one acre, I'm going to buy it. Well, guess what? It's completely useless. There's zero value. It is junk. What about the landlocked properties? Or what about properties that have sinkhole issues or soil issues? Or the properties that are, you know, maybe not a foot wide, but maybe they're 25 feet wide and the building code requires at least 30 feet wide in order to build. Well, guess what? That piece of property is useless to anybody except for maybe a neighbor that wants to put a swing set on it, right? How about the beautiful grassy area that you drive by? You're like, wow, that is just beautiful. Right next to that pond, close to the picnic tables and the subdivision and stuff. But guess what? Maybe that piece of property was designated a green space park and it can never ever be built on. Then the property is just about valueless. Before you consider investing in any property, be sure you know exactly what you're buying. Don't just do general research where you're like, okay, that's an acre, I'm buying it. Go deep, guys. Go very, very deep and very thorough in your research. Know everything you can about the property before you invest in it. Here's the deal. If you purchase a junk property, at the end of the day, it comes back on your shoulders because you failed to do the proper research. The fourth common mistake that I see is kind of in the same category, and that's buying headaches. There are a lot of tax sale properties that come with huge headaches. They are just properties that will make you go insane. A lot of these are going to be dilapidated homes. These homes might have already been vacant for a year or two. They might be drug homes. They might be homes where squatters have you know, posted up and, and taken residence there. They probably have some sort of issues with a lot of these homes. So make sure you know what you're buying. In some cities, code enforcement officers will actually watch these homes year over year over year to figure out exactly what's wrong with them. Then the day after the auction, they'll start issuing summons because guess what? You are now the end quote rich guy buying a tax sale property. So they know as soon as it transfers in your name, it is out of the county or the city's name or out of the name of the person that did not pay the taxes originally. So what will happen is the investor will start getting summons and that kind of stuff. And that's not what you want to see. That's not the welcome letter that you want to receive when you're buying a piece of property. How about that once bustling gas station that was on that busy commercial corner and you think it's going to be a great investment? Well, it could have leaking underground gasoline tanks. 
that you are now responsible for, according to your newly made friends from the EPA. That's probably not an issue you want to have. You must remember that you're buying more than just a property, guys. You're buying a responsibility. Again, I've said it before. Be sure that you're prepared to handle that responsibility. Sometimes it's worth it. If you can make money and you can get in, get out, or you know, however you're planning on making money with the property, if you can make money, it's guaranteed. It might be worth some headaches, but other times it's not worth those headaches. The fifth common mistake that I see are buyers who get in over their heads. Many new investors are very, very excited about diving in. And that's awesome, right? I'm still excited to this day about every single tax sale property that I purchase. But it's important to make calculated investments and not risky ones. One of the most common mistakes that I see are investors who really just don't understand what's involved in their anticipated investments, right? If they're doing like a remodel, for example, it might just be an ugly house and they're like, oh, let's paint it. It'll be cool. Well, that same ugly house, it might need everything. They might have to be gutted down the studs, new plumbing, new electric, new roof, new air, floors, ceilings, literally everything in between. It looks pretty on the outside, but you weren't experienced enough and you got it over your head and then suddenly your investment swells to far beyond what you'll ever receive when you go to sell that piece of property. They might also get into a situation where they have some sort of extremely creative visions of making an investment pay out for them, you know, where they're gonna make a lot more money than maybe anybody else in the room, right? But later they realize that their visions require much more effort and work than they anticipated. It could be something like buying a piece of property with plans to subdivide it. You think this is a nice piece of property and there's subdivisions all around it, it's gonna be easy to subdivide because, you know, kind of just makes sense. And when in reality, they neglected the time they expense for like zoning changes, land use changes, engineering fees, surveys, and all the other costs that go along with it. And then suddenly they just really, they got in a situation they can't back themselves out of. Be sure that you always approach everything very conservatively so you don't get in over your head. And don't ever bite off more than you can chew. So there it is. Five common mistakes that I see of new tax investors. Overspending, buying because of price, buying junk properties, buying headaches, and getting in over your head. So make sure you take the time to educate yourself so you know exactly what you're doing and you don't make one of these mistakes. I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Guys, this is a completely free podcast. I really hope you enjoy the value and the training that we offer you guys. We appreciate the opportunity to be able to teach you how to properly invest in tax defaulted real estate. As a favor for us, I'd really appreciate to leave a review on your favorite podcasting platforms. Let us know that you are enjoying the content. And of course, please give us a five-star rating. It encourages us to continue making these podcasts so we can continue to provide you excellent value and excellent training as a new tax investor without cost. And then of course, if you're looking for more advanced training, more advanced knowledge, there's always a taxallacademy.com. Again, that's taxallacademy.com. Head on over there. We have loads and loads of training. We have lots of students in the same position that you are right now that are starting their tax sell investment careers and they're starting to see lots of success. That's all for this episode. Make it a successful day, folks. Take care. Bye-bye.